0: Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro batch bourbon, and limited release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story.
1: I love they just like wake up one day and I'm like, wait, I do picnics, you do planes. Let's <laughs> yeah. put our brains together here.
0: I just can't imagine. I don't I don't get it. This is incredible. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. RMO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Buckle up, folks. As your go-to source for all things food and beverage, we've got quite a show for you today and something for everyone. With me today to dish on all this, Raleigh Magazine Editor-in-Chief Melissa Housam. Melissa,
1: thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to dive into all the food and beverage news soaring onto the scene. Uh, (laughs) If you didn't catch
0: that, that is all about the hot new announcements of things coming
1: to RDU. This is crazy. I I mean, mean, this just came out of nowhere. Well, it didn't come out of nowhere. We knew it was coming, but all of a sudden it was just like, boom.
0: Yes. I mean, 10 new dining and drinking opportunities at RDU over the next year. If you haven't noticed, or if you haven't Flown recently, when you walk into the airport, you know almost every concept is some some they lean into something local. Mm-hmm. There's a 42nd Street out there that's being replaced with Scott Crawford spot. Right. Um, there's a uh, Raleigh Brewing spot that's being replaced with Durham Distillery. <laughs> <laughs> <There we> <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, you know, there's all kinds of, but the list. Is fabulous.
1: It really is. I mean, some of this we knew, you know, we did the story last summer, and that's where we talked about Crawford's Genuine. Uh, we've talked about Durham Distillery. We also—and people are still adding me about this. So, when you are in—which is the main terminal, two, the one two. with all the, all the planes. Two. Okay. And you go you go through TSA, and you go down the escalator, and there's the farm, the right? The farm on and one then side Starbucks. and Starbucks. So, <laughs> we said last summer in the story, you know, the Starbucks was closing. And if I could tell you the number of text messages I've got from the airport of the Starbucks is open. But the funny thing is, it will randomly close— and people will be like, oh, it finally closed. But it, it's just I like, went through there Saturday two weeks ago, and it
0: was closed. It's, yeah. It's always closed. I haven't so, been flown through there I know. yet with it. Open. Every
1: time I'm there, it's closed. And then I'll get a text from somebody else that it's open. But, but we anyway, know what's going in that spot. That's BU. Yes. Yes. So BU out of Durham, the BU Cafe. And w- look, we don't know the time frame because we were told last summer it was coming, and this Starbucks is still yeah. there, last I saw. But in addition to that, though, we have— like she said, 10 local concepts. So one is Lone Rider Brewing. I think that's super exciting. Um, there's also going to be a Bond Brothers tap Room and Raleigh Beer Garden. So that's like all your beer needs, like just a, a, ma- a great trio. Of- oh,
0: well, and, and Melissa and I, when we taped the podcast, the Jen podcast, we talked, she, uh, she talked openly about the fact that they were being, the airport had asked them to pitch and that, but they just announced this a uh, week ago. Um, that there will be a conniption cocktail bar developed by Durham Distillery that will be in um, Terminal 2 as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's That's, that's enough exciting. reason to fly I mean, right there. I was going to say, you you wouldn't even make it on the plane, though. You'd be like, I'm just going <laughs> to hang out here in my gin. I
0: just want it to open early in the morning. I want everything to open early in the morning.
1: Yeah. Well, that's true. So um, Butcher's Burger and Bar is another one, and that's being developed with Scott Crawford. So that's in addition to Crawford's Genuine that we talked about before. And then Half Moon Empanadas. Yeah, I should say they weren't all local. They were mostly local. Right, mostly local. So that one I think is, but I just saw what I I remembered. It's getting a Duncan. I would say the fact that Raleigh uh, didn't have a Dunkin' in the airport. I know Gina could give two shits about I this. I could
0: give two shits <laughs> about that, but
1: <laughs> but like literally every other airport I land in, I'm like, "Where's the Dunkin'?" And now we're gonna have one. But um, Oscar Diaz is open. I know this is way more exciting than Dunkin'. Sorry, Dunkin'. Yes. Yes. Adios. Adios. How cool is that? Tacos. And this is huge news. Not local, but like super mm-hmm. national slash international foodie guy Fieri. We're gonna have his guy's pizza joint. Yeah. I think pizza is definitely one thing that RDU's been lacking, like really good pizza. Am I wrong? Am, oh, am I missing something? In the airport? No. Yeah. Sure. And so I think that's really cool. And then you get to say the last one because I don't know how to say it.
0: <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> is I'm,
1: I'm going to skip it. We'll just skip it. <laughs> We're going to skip it. <laughs> you can go to our Instagram and read yeah, all about it.
0: <laughs> exactly. But I, I do think it's exciting. It is interesting that Terminal 1 is the red-headed stepchild. I mean, I'm not sure what the scoop is there, but all of this is Terminal 2.
1: It is, and I'm not going to be able to get to this fast enough, so we'll keep going, and then I'll find it. But some airline just moved over to Terminal 1. Do you remember what it is? I don't,
0: but I can tell you. I mean, even people, when we posted this on Instagram, um, people were like, okay, we get it. Terminal 2 is where you need to fly out of, but but what are you putting in, in Terminal 1? Some of this has to go there, but it's Yeah,
1: like, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be some big breaking news about what's going on Terminal 1. And no, yeah. I don't remember which airline moved over there, but somebody did.
0: Um, but it's pretty exciting. I mean, I love—I um, flew through Nashville, took my daughter there a couple weeks ago. And, you know, they have a cool airport. With great food choices, great—same
1: kind of local. I love that airport.
0: It's a good airport. And I, you know, and, and I think— my daughter said something. She goes, why isn't our airport is hopping? I said, we flew out at 6 a.m. That's why. Because I'm always an early morning fly out and late, you know, late coming back and late at night.
1: I'm I'm with Hayden on this one. Like having, I mean, I'm sure you've been in a lot of airports too, like we both have. And I already use an international airport. And I find myself constantly like, that's just a jive with me. You know, like an international airport to me like should have more international direct flights. Yeah. It should have more options. It should be bigger. I mean, you know, having lived in Chicago and D.C., O'Hare is insane. But you think about you it. We had, these airports are actually kind of small, though. But we
0: had—I'm going to get this number wrong. She's going to fact-check me. But it, <laughs> but it was like 36 direct flights with more coming when the dreaded pandemic hit. And yeah. we lost a lot of them, and so we're building back. Annabeth just got off the direct flight to Paris, and she she said it was the best international travel she's ever had. I said, of course it is. You flew direct. You didn't have to change planes. You didn't have a layover. You didn't have to worry about your bags getting lost. And she said it was amazing. Yeah,
1: that is amazing. I mean, and we do—we just announced on our Instagram that there's an insane amount of new flights coming, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, anywhere from, like— Oh, you have places like Detroit and Buffalo. Delta's going to go direct to Nashville now. But then you also have added flights to San Juan and some other places. It's actually—it's really exciting to see these flights coming back. And I think it's Avello, which I finally found. is how you say it, the A-V-E-L-O. That's who moved over to Terminal 1. So maybe they'll start having more options.
0: Yeah, I think the more flights, more people going through there, probably. But this three-story gas station near RDU is— Incredible. I mean, it's so it. If you haven't heard about this, it's RDU Galleria. It's ground floor convenience store food court um, with a Pizza Hut, a Witch Witch, uh, Wayback Burgers, um, along with a separate wine and beer bar. I
1: mean, like you wouldn't even make it to the airport now. I mean, and it's gonna have
0: you know office space upstairs. I just can't imagine. I don't. I don't get it. This is incredible.
1: I think I. I don't. I don't get it either. But I think it must be. Sort of like—so everybody loves that sheets, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which, by the way, they're going to demolish. But everybody loves that sheets, and that's sort of like a a meeting place or like a a stop-off, you know, since you can't just—unless you want to circle the airport. Um, So I think that they're leaning into that like, hey, I'm going to pick you up from the airport in a couple hours or in an hour. I'm going to go get some work done and wait for you to land, and then I'll be right there. Yeah. Like, because there really isn't—I don't—I'm not the person that's going to go sit in the Sheets parking lot and wait for you to text me. I'm just trying to, like, track your flight and then go. Right. So, I could see where this would be appealing. You could have a glass of wine, wait for somebody to land.
0: Well, especially if this was co-working space. Right. And and you already are a co-working member, and you can just hop out there and work for two hours and, you know, while you're waiting for the flight to arrive or right before you have to leave if your flight's been delayed. I mean, I don't know what their office space plan is. That's
1: a good point, too, because I'm one of those people that, like— to go to the airport way early because I don't want to like, I don't want anything to go wrong. So, <laughs> shocking. So, if you have this situation where like maybe you you don't want to deal with rush hour or whatever, yeah. you just get pretty much there and then. Um, but in terms of knocking down the sheets, that is going to be demolished to make way for a larger restaurant style sheets before everybody goes, you know. Restaurant style. Yeah. So, they'll have self-serve kiosks a drive through a Tesla charging station?
0: I am the only person on the planet who is not fascinated with gas stations, I think. I just, I I worked in sales for a long time and and obviously traveled by car a lot. So I was appreciative of clean bathrooms, but I was not, I'm not going to eat at a gas station.
1: You know, we're talking about doing a car feature. We might have to look at this as part of the feature. Like, what is the fascination with gas stations? Like, what?
0: I have friends and people who... Look at the signs driving down the interstate. No, no, we're not stopping here. We're waiting for this particular type of gas station. <laughs> Cece's I'm like, nodding. Yeah, our producer's nodding because she's she she's obviously one of these people. <laughs>
1: or travels
0: with But <laughs> I'm like, I, I, it's gas and, a, and hopefully a clean bathroom and maybe a bottle of water. That's about it.
1: Come on and defend herself at the end.
0: A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at shopvillagedistrict.com. Visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the Patent Law Certificate Program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. All
1: right. But yeah, so a lot of exciting things happening at the airport. But jumping from RDU to downtown, uh, we got the opportunity to be the first to announce that one of Ashley Christensen's spots is adding brunch. So poolside pies uh, officially by the time you heard this because it starts April 30th. The brunch is on.
0: Yeah, eleven a.m. to two. They take. They are taking reservations. You know, most other places don't take reservations. Yeah, so, so this is a big same. deal. Yeah, modern Italian twist. Um, yeah, some of Melissa's favorites. I'm, <laughs> I'm really fascinated by this um, carbonara pizza um, specifically, or the French toast.
1: Yeah. Um, well, baccia French toast is. I assume I'm saying that saying that right. That seems like a nice twist on like. Just your regular yeah. French toast. But the Bloody Mary, they made a point of talking about. That looks like a good one. I'm not familiar with—are you familiar with that tomato juice? I am not. But these are all Italian names that I don't yeah, want to butcher. we're not trying, even going so not to gonna say try. them. But uh, we do have a quote from Ashley that's pretty cool. She said, I've always envisioned daytime hours for poolside. The bright, sun-drenched dining room is a beautiful place to be, especially while enjoying a wood-fired pizza and a spritz. So it's been exciting to see the return of so many great daytime events to downtown Raleigh. And we're excited to offer another delicious option for lunchtime dining.
0: I do think that space, by the coloring of it and the design of it, feels more daytime. I mean, I'm sure it's great for nighttime, but it feels more like somewhere you'd want to go for lunch or for brunch or just the atmosphere. Yeah,
1: and she teased that they hope to expand more daytime hours very soon. So stay tuned for that. That would be pretty exciting because, yeah, when I think of poolside, like, it's a cool spot. But that is a spot I'd love to go for lunch.
0: Yes. So. And I am a huge fan of Sono Sushi. Yay! And it is opening its second location at Rogers West East this fall. Yeah. I'm not familiar. I mean, I mean, it's the 50,000-square-foot building opening in downtown Cary. Um, and it's got some great tenants. One of my longtime favorites that I know from my days in Pinehurst, um, the Gentleman's uh, Corner. Oh, I love that. And, I mean, I've known those guys for years and years. Great store. But I think I'm so excited to see them expand.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love Sono so much. Like, that, that, you know, we've talked about it before. That was, like, a place I used to literally go every weekend, sometimes, both nights, and for years and years. And um, so I have, like, a soft spot for it. And it's such a great spot. And I think with everything that downtown's been through and Fayetteville Street in particular— The fact that it's survived and thrived and is now getting a second location is just something really worth celebrating. And I love that it's going in Cary so that they can expand their brand to another part of the community.
0: That entire area, downtown Cary and what's going up, it it doesn't even look remotely the same. And that park uh, is going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. And this one's um, quite the leap. It's more, it's more soaring news. Um, so this is a first-in-the-world destination picnic concept that we got the tea on. <laughs> um, so it was the Sweet Tea Picnics. It's a husband-and-wife duo. So the Sweet Tea Picnics owner, Marcy Walsh, and then her husband, uh, who's founder and president of Elite Aircraft Services, partnered together um, to launch the, quote, right, W-R-I-G-H-T, way to picnic. Get it? So, you know, for the home of, uh, you know, First in Flight, the Wright Brothers, this is a pretty cool concept. It takes guests on a private flight from the Raleigh Executive Jetport to Kill Devil Hills, which is the birthplace of aviation, and... It's an
0: intimate picnic, and you fly back. Sign me up. I know. I you mean, and I
1: should just go. Oh, we should just go. I, <laughs> I'm i not sure
0: that's what they I, have I, in mind with an intimate picnic. but Well,
1: no, I know, but we, we would have fun. I've never met a picnic I liked, so this could turn me. Like, I'm just not a <sighs> picnicker. I'm, Are you? I'm I can't jet pick. service. I'm all about. Oh,
0: I know that. After <laughs> going to Atlantic City with private jet service, yeah. I'm all about that.
1: It's funny because, like, I like— Parks, I like. I love being outside, but I'm more like patios, rooftops, whatever. When you it don't comes to like to sit in the dark. Yeah, well, I or do, but not like yeah, not in like a. I don't feel cheesy. Like it's just I don't know. No pun intended. I, yeah, I know. I um, you know how at the museum park there's the elli- ellipse with the chairs and yes. stuff. It looks like a place that I think would be nice to sit there and (laughs) There's even chairs, and I still don't want to do it. Like, I'll go out there. I'll sit in the dirt with Millie and just hang out with her, but I don't want to sit there and have a picnic. People are always out there doing it, and I'm just like, that looks nice. It looks like you're having fun. That's just not for me. I don't know. I don't get it. But maybe if we chopped, choppered. (laughs) Is it a wait? Yeah, we could just come and fill
0: our picnic basket with alcohol. (laughs)
1: That's that's what it is too. You're not technically supposed to drink in parks, so I'm probably just like, no, no, this is fine. But I'm saying maybe that's not like regular picnics. Like I don't want to.
0: Who does that? Okay, (laughs) but it is a cool story and a very exciting. I think it's neat collaboration. And I, you know, I think there are a lot of people who would do this. Oh, yeah. It's pretty brilliant. You're going to wow somebody. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it. Make sure she's just, somebody like, who likes a picnic first. But.
1: <laughs> I love they just, like, wake up one day and are like, wait, I do picnics. You do planes. Let's yeah. <laughs> put our brains together here.
0: Wonder how long it. it took them to get that idea.
1: <laughs> well, she said it was like—it's in the story. You can read the story on our website. But she said—and this actually wasn't in the magazine, so this is a good point. This was just in our foodie newsletter or in our— it was in one of our newsletters, um, but she said it was originally plain old picnics, like PLA any, and then they went with yeah, the right way, right anyway, way to picnic. I like that. Yeah, so we have we'll do a bunch of fast news yes, for you. Fast.
0: So if you like honeysuckle ice cream, or if you just like ice cream, you have to go to Vinny's starting Vinnie's Steakhouse North Raleigh on Six Forks. Been there forever. Great spot. Tom literally goes to the Greenway, picks his own honeysuckle. He's one of the only places in the state that still makes honeysuckle ice cream. I cannot wait. I've never had it. We did a great story with him. He even shared the recipe because, let's face it, none of us are going to make it. None (laughs) of us are going to go pick the honeysuckle and do it ourselves, but we sure can go to Vinny's and eat it.
1: I would challenge somebody to do this. The May issue is out. Please go get it, and if you do it, Email it to us, yes. DM us, whatever, Texts, I, and, and then we something. will share it. I would love to see somebody take a stab at this. I think that I would be I just think really it's so cool. funny. I
0: kept saying when they put the recipe in the magazine, I'm like, no one's going to do this. <laughs> no one's going to do this. I just I think it's nice to give people the recipes, and I am one of those crazy people that saves recipes. Same that yeah, I never that, use. Yeah, same. So.
1: I just have all these recipes for no reason. Yes. Um, so another quick one: New Anthems Smoky Hollow locations now open. In case you missed it, and it's called the Glenwood Annex Tap Room. So, and you know, things are opening at the Hollow. Madre yeah. should open soon. And then, in big, big news out of Chidi Kumar yes. fans,
0: Aja, um, Chidi is opening a new restaurant. And it's Mediterranean, the Middle East, and beyond. It's um, adjacent to Set Sweet Shop, which has an expansive covered patio and outdoor bar, which, by the way, I did not know. This just started. uh, Some friends of ours are in a band. They said, hey, come watch us play behind Sweet Anisette. And I was like, "Um, okay, do we need a ticket? What? Nope. We showed up. They had chairs out there. It was strung with lights. It was a lovely night, and it was so fun. You could just walk up to the bar that's out there, buy a glass of wine or a beer, and you just sat there and listened to great music, and you
1: could tip the band. Um I love that. I love that area of town. Oh I feel like there's some great little restaurants over there, but I feel like it's underserved. It definitely could use more. Well, and you know? I
0: loved that there were so many people pulling their wagon with their kids up to yeah. listen. And then there were people that live there. There were people like us who drove. Um, it we, it was so nice.
1: Yeah, that was cool. And we did a Q&A with Chidi. Um, this did go in our dish on this newsletter. It was, not, again, not in the magazine. It was just web content and newsletter content. And, you know, Gina kind of— thought about a question that everybody covered this. This was, you know, this wasn't our story. Everybody covered it. So we wanted to do something unique and have a conversation with her. But Gina was like, you know, the thing nobody's asking is what's happening with that Garland Space? They own it. And so—
0: She did. She shared with us. I had seen Paul the night before, and I said, so are you ready to talk about what you're doing with the Garland Space? And he goes, not yet, but soon. Well, that answered the question that they have a plan.
1: Exactly. And that something's coming,
0: so they're not selling it. I originally thought— I mean, They own that building,
1: right? And Neptunes and Kings are now reopened, right? You know, but when
0: they were all three closed, mm-hmm. when they were closed and they closed Garland, I thought for sure that building was for sale. Oh, so.
1: yeah, that would be, that's I mean, that was it's a logical, logical leap, yeah, because it's got to be worth so much more than what they bought it for. But they must have something in the works, obviously. So, yes,
0: and Kevin and Stacy, who own Coquette, Vivace, and Chow Urban Food Group. Uh, The mill is open, and we went. We We went to a
1: playoff game, and we met there before, which is exactly what we said. It's perfect for like. There's not a lot of options over there. It was the perfect like sit at the bar, have a drink on the way to the game. I've been there
0: three times now, and I still haven't
1: eaten there yet, but that is coming. The mix is also open, and Gina and I have drinks named after us on the menu. That is so cool. Like, did you ever think that somebody would name a drink?
0: Somebody I had a friend walk in there and order something. They go. There's no doubt that has to be Melissa and Gina that those drinks are named after. So, I have a Gina's Gin and Tonic, and you have
1: a— Mel's Mule. Yes. The- and <laughs> Gina came up to for not putting my whole name on there, and he's like, it doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> It's too many too. letters. But I think it flows better to just yes. be like, no, be
0: But like, go in, have a drink, check that spot out. They got, oh, I didn't tell you this. I found out yesterday. They got their patio approved. <gasps> Yay! And, and um, so they're going to have a large, they've got roll-up doors, but they have a large patio with these planners. They've ordered all the furniture. It's going oh, to be yeah. stunning. He's
1: like, there's going to be a water feature. Oh, oh my oh, God. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait.
0: It's so, a great spot.
1: And we actually have some news coming. You do need to subscribe to our um, Friday dish on this newsletter. We do have some news coming about what's going next door to the mix. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Yes. You want to do some rapid fire? Absolutely. What's your favorite spot at the airport currently to, to do? <laughs> this is going to make me sound like an alcoholic. I <laughs> love La Farm because it is open in the mornings, and I go get a mimosa.
0: They have alcohol at oh, La Farm? Oh, yes, girl. I get I my, stood in I line with my daughter before. to get coffee for like
1: 20- No, 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 no. This is the cheap. Well, I'll tell you later. I'm not telling everybody else. Okay. (laughs) That's not fair. Spill it. Okay. So everybody, that line's always wrapped around. But if you walk over to the bar side, you just walk straight up to the bar. You order a mimosa. You sit right there, and they will take your order, and they will bring you your food. And Who knew? Me.
0: Never again. (laughs) Never, never, never. So my favorite spot had been um, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s Whiskey River because— I can get a mimosa.
1: Well, yeah. Well, so I didn't know know that I
0: could get it there.
1: Yeah. And uh, they're open early. And yeah. And also, like, say you're with Hayden, once you sit there, they will bring her her fancy coffee too. Like, they're not going to make her wait in that other line.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm excited. So. All
1: right. Cheers. Cheers.
0: This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by Airfluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.